and uh, we are going to have the next session it is a session of practical people uh, designing new age experience uh, i invite all the speakers on to the dais arun m bhat arun m bhat ashik krishnan and ashwini shah Ashik Krishnan and Ashwini Shah, Apurva Jain, Apurva Jain, Janani Anantanarayanan, Janani Anantanarayanan, Shubham Kumar, Arun Arun Yam Bhatji's paper is going to be on collective photography for promotion of destinations. Ashikrishnan Ji and Ashwini Shah are going to present on Travelers University. Apurva Jain is going to present on design experience for storytelling. And the paper by Janani Anantanarayanan Ji is on Balayana. And Shubham Kumar ji is going to uh, give us a presentation on toolkit for immersive travel experience. Uh, this session, uh, maybe in the middle of the session itself, we may be taking a small break for coffee. Uh, but let us start the session. All right. Uh, uh, I am a photographer, uh, and I exclusively promote uh, photographers to travel and urge them to explore uh, new places and different places. Uh, and I will talk about uh, something that is outside the traditional yatras uh, that you have all been talking about and kept the entire audience excited. I am going to try and uh, talk about uh, if you are coming up with new ideas or new yatras or new destinations or perhaps new events, how can you leverage group of photographers or collective of photographers or community of photographers to promote those places and let more and more people understand the importance of these places and eventually kind of convince general public and everyone to go on these yatras or any kind of tours uh, that you guys are designing and uh, get more and more people to benefit from the kind of research that uh, you have been trying to do. Uh, I was kind of taken aback by uh, Paduriji's introduction to the entire group saying that we are all practical people. I don't know how we are, but it's nice to hear that. I assume we all are. Anyway, let me proceed with it. Uh, uh, so I'm going to give you an idea about uh, how photographers uh, end up promoting places without anyone making an extra effort about it. What usually happens and what I have seen in my 10 years of journey as a photographer and also actively encouraging photographers to go and explore different destinations is that they usually work together as a community. So they constantly are seeking new places and if one person goes to a new place, then there are 10 of ten friends of this photographer who also want to go to that place and then 10 people inspire another 100 people to go to that place and 100 becomes 1000. At some point in time, each photographer also 
shares his pictures. Today there are a lot of photo sharing tools, so they share their pictures and eventually every photographer will probably showcase his work to another 100 people or 1000 people or whatsoever. What happens is once photographers start traveling to a new place, not as one individual uh, well-known photographer, but a community of photographers discovering and documenting new places, suddenly it turns out that a place that may be completely anonymous uh, to most of the people, perhaps some of the yatras that most of you have discovered, will become a fairly well-known place that will be in the mind of a lot of travelers who would be looking for new places. So usually what happens is that uh, if you talk to somebody who wants to go on a trip, everyone says that I want to go to new places, new explore, unexplored places, and I want to find something interesting. But uh, next time they get a holiday, usually what they do is they book a package to Kulu Manali uh, exploration tour. Uh, if we want people to go to those places that are outside what is currently in the minds of people who want to travel, perhaps we should ensure that we keep See to, we keep seeing to it that they look at interesting imagery of these places frequently as much as possible from multiple people. And uh, to do that, if we can try and encourage, try and actively encourage uh, photographers to go and visit those places and document those places and share the importance and beauty of those places uh, to common people, that can change the way everybody travels and uh, perhaps help common people to general public to explore interesting locations. So I will share a few case studies of work that either I or some of our friends have done. Some of them started as individuals but eventually grew into collectives and started exploring new places and uh, sharing image of those, uh, images of those places. And uh, to present those case studies probably for the first time in the uh, last two days I'm going to show you pictures, the kind of pictures that uh, this conference is not very used to. Say for example, Yeah, so let me begin with a picture of uh, a bird called long-legged buzzard. And this, this bird was photographed in a place called Tal Chapa Wildlife Sanctuary. I don't know how many of you have heard of this place called Tal Chapa Wildlife Sanctuary. I'm sure uh, if I ask you if you have heard about a place like Corbett National Park or Rantambur or uh, Kanha or whatsoever places, uh, I'm sure all the hands would have gone up. Uh, but now I think I counted maybe two or three hands that came in. And there's a reason for that. It's very simple. Uh, you don't find tigers in this sanctuary, the very first important reason. Or if not tigers, not even any other uh, uh, you know, so-called popular animals like elephants or leopards or uh, whatsoever. But uh, the location of this sanctuary is just about five and a half hours from Delhi. So it should have been... So many people travel every week after week from Delhi, but it should have been flooded by people if it's a fairly well-known place. Well, uh, today a decent number of people, not general public, but people who are interested in uh, bird life or interested in wildlife or keen about learning about or observing wildlife, tend to visit this place. About 10 years or so ago, it was completely anonymous. Practically no one ever visited this place, although the sanctuary was declared in 1960s sometime. So let me also tell you a few other things about this sanctuary. One is that uh, it's one of the few places in the world where you can find some very interesting collection of raptors. Raptors are birds of prey, like eagles and all those big birds that uh, prey on other birds. Uh, perhaps nowhere in India can you see this kind of diversity of raptors. So perhaps in very few parts of the world you can see this kind of diversity of raptors. So given the fact 
So it should have been taken by a lot of people and people should have been visiting this place. But for the fact that no one cared to promote this place, not the state tourism board or nobody else, uh, no wildlife institutions ever really talked about it, no one really knew about this place at all. That is the story until 10 years ago. Until about 10 years ago when a small number of photographers whom I personally happened to know started visiting this place. Around uh, 2008 to 11, 12 region, two photographers started going to this place. This, they did not know much, somebody told them about it. And they visited the place and saw the amazing diversity of birds in this place. And uh, then they kept going back. And both of them were photographed and they documented this place quite a bit uh, and started sharing pictures of uh, whatever they have done in online forums. When I'm talking about 2008 to 12, there was no Instagram. I don't know if there was Facebook or not, but image sharing was not a common practice. Those days you had websites like Flickr, which was exclusively uh, frequented by only photography community, not regular people, right? Uh, but wildlife, Wildlife first, people who are interested in wildlife and wildlife photographers are generally well networked. They hang out in the same places. So when they started sharing these pictures on the web, suddenly a few more people were interested. So what happens next is that those few more people interested also started visiting this place. And the few became a few more and a few more because everyone who goes in there started sharing more pictures and and more, more, more and more people in the community started discovering this. When I say community, I'm talking about two set of people. One is wildlife photographers and also any people who are interested in wildlife, right? So about two, three, four years later, around 2012, 13, 14, and 15 period, it, is, it became a kind of place where people who are interested in wildlife generally wanted to visit. Just the way some of you would have Bandhavgarh or Antambur National Park as to visit or in my list are in bucket list kind of places. People who are interested in wildlife photography or wildlife in general kind of started putting this place in their list of places that they would want to visit to. And how did this happen? Maybe two photographers started working on this, but eventually what happened is the entire community of photographers started visiting the place, which in turn allowed even normal people who are not wildlife photographers but interested in wildlife also started looking at these things and say, hey, I see this rare bird which I've never seen anybody anywhere else uh, in Tal Chapa, so I should be visiting this place. So that's how the traffic started building in this place. So eventually what happened is uh, uh, around uh, 2000, until about 2012, you would probably see no one having visited this place. Almost no tourists used to go there and uh, the place was almost unheard of. Today, I personally know of at least six companies that conduct regular tours to this place. And uh, this place has a lodge which generally runs continuously full in the peak birding season, which is usually the winter season. And we've been also seeing a lot of overseas visitor, visitors who have been wanting to come to this place and visit this place. And in addition to that, uh, because of increase in uh, traffic of visitors, a few homestays have come up around the place and people are finding livelihood because of tourists. And a few small lodges that are located in a small town next to it called uh, Sujangad are also seeing people coming to visit Tal Chapa staying over. So there's a regular traffic of people that is coming in primarily because photographers first visited the place and they came in as an entire community and started talking about this place everywhere which kind of made the uh, place turn away from being a completely anonymous location to something that is fairly well known to everyone who is even reasonably interested in wildlife. So it will probably never become something like next Rantambor or Kanha because uh, 
to put things in perspective, first of course we talked about not having tigers, but also the other thing is that if you look at the look at how large these sanctuaries are, something like Kanha National Park is about thousand square kilometers. Uh, a Bandhagarh, sorry, a Corbett National Park is about uh, five hundred square kilometers. Compared to this, five hundred or thousand square kilometers, we are looking at Tal Chapa's size of uh, eight square kilometers, which means approximately about three kilometers long, three kilometers wide. And to give you another perspective, BHU is about 11 square kilometers. So the wildlife sanctuary is less than the area of BHU. Although it is only about five and a half uh, hours drive from Delhi and it's easily reachable, the smallness kind of kept, uh, kept it anonymous, but photographers were able to catapult this from being completely anonymous place to something that is reasonably popular. So what I recommend all of you is that to try and work with photographers, not just individual photographers, but a series of photographers. You can approach local photography hobby clubs or uh, photography collectives, which are usually found in uh, practically every city, everywhere that you go to these days. Every, a lot of people have DSLRs uh, these days. If not for DSLRs, even mobile phones are also being very competitive these days. So. Uh, if you can talk to and engage community of photographers in your region and try them to come on board these yatras or uh, tours or activities, uh, perhaps suddenly you can take them out of anonymity and get more people to know about these places and perhaps get them to visit these places. So I have several case studies which uh, I'll kick, give, uh, kick, uh, skip through. Uh, for lack of time, but I'll quickly say one word about each of these things. So another place that was rarely visited was uh, the region of Ladakh in winters. Uh, ten years ago, nobody used to go there, even though you have such spectacular places there. And again, groups of photographers transformed it into a place which is now reasonably, made it reasonably popular compared to, say, ten years ago when nobody used to go to a time now where uh, uh, a lot of people are uh, visiting the place. Yeah, so uh, I'll probably kind of conclude this uh, discussion about using photographers' work and engaging them. And uh, just so that I stay in the context of Yatras and Varanasi and all that, uh, I will just show you a small slideshow of images that last for about a minute. So that how much work can be done if you engage the right kind of photographers and how much can be extracted from every individual place. Uh, you might have seen one or two or two or three different perspectives of a place, but if you engage a large number of photographers, a lot of interesting perspectives can come out. So let me sh show you the film, which is a slideshow of images. So there are one not one images from Varanasi on this. So some of them are similar, but you probably have about 30, 40 distinct images that are collected over a period of time from the city.
Yeah, I hope I made it in good time. Thank you very much.